Hey, what's up, everybody, man? This is Manuel Lamar Hicks, but you guys know me better as the L Dog. Man, today, I don't know why I did that. Let me back up. You guys know me as the L Dog. Because I wasn't looking up, I was looking down. And I don't know why I was looking down. But anyway, um, I'm Manuel Lamar Hicks, and you guys know me better as the L Dog. Uh, man, coming at you on. June 18th, 2022, and man, I want to thank God for allowing me to share with you the masses this podcast on what I call the flavor in your ear. Man, before we hop into it, um, have a couple of birthdays I want to get out the way. My classmate, Andre, Chris. My 49ers fam, Jeff, Miss James, and Tommy. Man, happy, 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 blessed birthday to you and many, many more. Man, um, if you guys are watching this, man, I am not on Facebook. Um, even though I could be on Facebook, but I'm just choosing not to do Facebook. Uh, like I said, man, we're going to hop right into it. We're going to uh, do these celebrity birthdays. And man, this first person, man, is a member of the hip hop trio Migos. His real name is Kershnik Ball. I'm talking about no other than Takeoff. Yeah, that's his name. Takeoff turns 27 today. Man, this next person um, is a country singer. He has three albums that were gold certified. He was voted the sexiest man alive by People Magazine in 2017. And he is currently married to Gwen Stefani. He's a vocal coach on The Voice. Man, I'm talking about no other than Blake Shelton. He turns 46 on today. Next person, man, is a rock singer. Man, this guy was a part of the Beatles. All right, so I said part of the Beatles, so you kind of can get your wheels turning. Uh, he earned 21 Grammy Awards. Man. And so after I say this, you probably know who I'm talking about. He did do it with Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson. Man, I'm talking about no other than Sir Paul McCartney, who is turning 80 years old today. Next person um, was originally signed. Oh, let me back up. He was a rapper. Well, he is a rapper. Um, he was originally signed with G-Unit. And one of my favorite songs by him is Everybody Mad, man. I'm talking about O.T. Ganassis. He turns 35 on today. And what's going on, Mr. Scott? Hello, sir. How are you today? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Just doing these celebrity birthdays. About to wrap up the celebrity birthdays. And then, am I done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with my with, with, with my celebrity birthdays, man. Look, 
Do you have anyone or can you think of anyone right off the top of your head that is celebrating the birthday today or do they have an anniversary? Um, my daughter, Maya Scott, is turning 18 today. So I want to man man happy 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 blessed birthday to her and many many more to come man 18 wow she turned 18 on june 18th how about that mm-hmm. and it don't matter whether she's 18 or 80 she always gonna be my baby so that's all right that's all right that's all right man how man how have you been i'm pretty good um Initial question, I got the fan and the air conditioner on. Is it too loud? Do I need to cut some off? I can't hear anything because I got the fan going in the background with me. So, we all good. We all good. I know it's plus weather killing us, ain't it? Man, oh my gosh, man. Man, yes. Yes. You you have to stay in. sick in the stomach, man. Yeah. Yeah, you have to stay inside, man. I mean, if you can, man, or plan your trips or however you're going to do it. Um, man, we're going to get to all that, man. We're going to get to all that and more. Man, um, look, I want to give uh, a shout-out to uh, man, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they are your 2022 uh, NBA champions. Uh, they kept uh, Boston... Uh, from surpassing my 17-time world champion Los Angeles Lakers. So we are still tied at 17. So um, before I actually got on, uh, Mr. Scott, I was looking at, um, they were talking about uh, Steph Curry, the top 10 player now in the NBA. I, I can seriously say he is the top 10 uh, and then the question is, who 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 are you gonna move off? I don't know, um, but he's most definitely in the conversation. Uh, if you want to go for this era, uh, he is most definitely um, in the era after um, Jordan and Kobe. You have to put him in the top five. I'm talking about in this era right now, not overall, but in this era, you have to have him as a top five player right now. So do, that was going to be my next question. What does it mean by this era? Because if we wanted to include um, Adam Brandad right now, um, you, you know, the Pistol Pete and all those uh, pioneers, so to speak. Yeah. You know, um, so do we mean like from Akeem Olajuwon type days or you, see, you mentioned Jordan and I guess we could go a little bit before he was in North Carolina. Um, maybe um, uh, Hooker, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, would you include him in that? or? Well, well, well no, well, b- because, because they're in a different era of the NBA than what it is right now. So, I mean, if I had to go player for player. Um, I'm not a big fan of LeBron, but he would have to possibly be in there somewhere. Um, yeah. But, uh, would you say he would need to be in there? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's kind of like in that, 
I think anything from uh, after, well, even before Kobe passed before away, Kobe. before Kobe passed away, I would, because, you know, I mean, it's just good to have, it, it just goes to show that we have a collection of basketball players in our minds and we try to dump it in all of one thing. And, you know, uh, one thing that they have said that you have to break it down by position. So I don't think that we can do the overall comparison. So if you want to say who's the greatest center, forward, shooting guard, point guard, that's where the new conversation need to be. I think overall you kind of get you kind of get lost in the sauce. Kind of make people. I'm not gonna say make people mad, but you kind of, you know, it's kind of it's it, it. The conversation gets kind of sticky. So you know, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, get that way when I'm um, doing my movie reviews or my uh, talking about superheroes or whatever I do little nerd discussions. You always need to break it down by category. So yeah. I would totally agree with you that basketball players are definitely, you know, they need to be categorized, just like you said, by position. Um, the generation, you know, I was going to ask you, would you even include some of those? I don't know if you remember the Dream Team. Yeah. It was back in the 90s, yeah. Olympics, you know, when any of them cats uh, uh, smudged in there somewhere, or that's too old, too? No, well, yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like, that's kind of like too old, too, um, it's ironic that you bring that up because uh, this week they had a documentary talking about uh, the women uh, basketball dream team was being overshadowed by the dream team. And I'm going to tell you, man, if I had, <laughs> if they asked me to pick a woman off that that Olympic squad that was on there doing the dream team, I couldn't do it. I just simply couldn't do it. Uh, every last one of those women are excellent basketball players. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, I could, I, I mean, at the time, I probably would have picked swoops, but. Cheryl Swoops, but okay. man, but you can't, you just can't pick Cheryl Swoops. I mean, I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. That's, I couldn't, if, if you asked me, they said, okay, Lamar, you had to pick one female player off that dream team, that women's basketball team, Olympic team. I couldn't do it. I, I, I just couldn't do it. They all were good. Every last one of them from top to bottom. And, um, I just couldn't do it. All right, man, move right along, man. In this day in history, it's probably going to interest you more so in a little bit. On this day in 1994, you remember the year 1994? What happened in 1994, by the way, Mr. Scott? I'm going I'm to I'm quiz you on this for just a second. Um, There's a lot that went on during that time. Um, I think if I were to... Something entertaining that entertained everybody that didn't have to do with world wars or I mean wars or anything. Mm -hmm. Was it the O.J. Simpson thing? You are correct. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. 
1994, man, the o- OJ Simpson trial was going on. I'm going to tell you, man. I'm going to tell you something so crazy. So when that happened, I don't know if you remember or not, um, the remember NBA that? Finals the NBA Finals were going on at the same time. Yep, yep. At the mm-hmm. exact same time. And I, and I want to say Houston and without cheating going on Google, I want to say it was Houston and the Knicks. In in that NBA Finals at that particular time, yeah. So that's exactly you got it right. That's what happened in 1994. Um, I got a little fun fact for you too about that. Okay, go ahead. Um, I asked people, uh, what was the number one time when um, sales for Domino's Pizza delivery uh, went up to their highest? And it was during this time because everybody was glued to their TVs. And didn't want to leave, and they wanted to see what was going to happen because you have to understand. Right before then, the the um, Los Angeles Police Department did not have the let's say best reputation in the world, mm-hmm. you know, because of the uh, Rodney King thing. Right, right. So they wanted to see how they were going to react to um, the O.J. Simpson thing. So when he was in that white bronco, everybody was glued to their TVs, and they didn't want to cook, they didn't want to go to the grocery stores. So everybody ordered delivery. And the most popular delivery place at the time was Domino's Pizza. Wow. So they had, that was the time in history when they had the most um, pizza sales from delivery. Wow. Did not know that. Did not know yep. that at all. And I could see that happening. And I could see, you know what? If, if uh, uh, um, you know, with DoorDash and stuff going on right now, man, yeah. ooh. They probably would have made a killing, killing, killing. We got, we got the unbelievable, undisputed queen of the flavor in your ear, no other than D. Lenar is in the building. I need my screaming audience with the claps. Yeah, baby, yeah. Okay. All right, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Nice to be in your presence once again. Oh my goodness! Thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh wow! Man, man, man! Look, um, D, we were sharing. We was at this day in history, and I and I quizzed Mr. Scott on this day in history in 1994. The O.J. Simpson trial was going on. And okay. I'm going to let him share the fun fact with you. Go ahead, Mr. Mr. Scott. Well, I often ask people, um, what, what, what time in history did Domino's Pizza have the most sales from delivery? And it was during this time because, um, like I was telling Lamar, you know, um, the LAPD pretty much didn't have a uh, good reputation at the time. So um, when the O.J. Simpson thing happened, everybody wanted to see, because, you know, the Rodney King thing came first, so everybody was expecting something tragic to happen to O.J. So everybody was glued to their TVs. They didn't want to cook. They didn't want to go to the grocery store. So they ordered food. And the only place that delivered uh, pizza at the time, well, there may have been more, but the most popular place was Domino's Pizza. So everybody just ordered pizza and sat in there and watched the trial or the, the chase with the white Bronco deal. Wow. Hmm. Wow. wow. Interesting. Man, and other things that happened in history. Uh, in 1963, the Supreme Court banned the required reading of the Lord's Prayer 
and Bible in public schools. Right. So we've been going backwards since 1963. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That would be a nice little, um, I guess, uh, debatable conversation to have at a later time or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I always gets a good intellectual discussion when you discuss this. Yeah. Uh, and in 1928, Amelia Earhart became the first woman to, to cross the Atlantic by airplane. So that is what's going on. Uh, in this day in history. Now we're going to get to the start, the part of the show where all of you, why all of you are here. And we're going to talk about the things that you need to know right now. So in things that you need to know right now, check this out, y'all. Y'all not going to believe this. A company wants to pay you $2,000. Why they want to pay you $2,000? Well, they want to infest your home with cockroaches. Yes, this North Carolina company is doing this in all in the name of science. They want to do they want to do a 30-day study and participants must grant the pest informer company to release roughly 100 cockroaches into their homes. Test the treatment and film the process in order for you to get your grand prize of $2,000. What do you guys think about that? And I'm going to let D go first because I know D has probably a lot to say about this. So D, you got the floor. The last time I checked, most laboratory uh, experiments or most experiments happened in a lab. So I'm going to need them to release them thousand, a hundred, whatever it is in a lab first and test it there. Don't come in my house infecting, uh, infesting uh, over $2,000. Come on now. Because it's going to take way more than $2,000 to get them out. They're going to they gonna, you know, lay eggs and and breed and multiply. Like, them things, no. I'm, I'm going to pass. It's a hard no for me. <laughs> Mr. Scott, <laughs> what are your thoughts about this? Um, I guess I can uh, sum up what uh, D said in the uh, old 1980s saying, cockroaches check in, they don't check out. So, um, <laughs> as well, I would say that if they're giving $2,000 away to test a um, pest control substance, there are plenty of people in the hood right now whose homes have been infested with roaches since they moved in who could actually use that money, number one, and number two, use you know whatever method they can to get rid of the cockroaches that's already there. So, you um, I don't know, it seems like some fear factor type crap, you know, where you can test somebody's house with stuff. And that's just my then opinion. Of, then on top of that, you don't know even know what's in these chemicals, so you could possibly be, you know, damaging people's nervous systems and all different types of stuff, inhaling these fumes, causing other health conditions. We don't need no more health conditions in, in any community. But mm. I just don't see... It's... It seemed like a ploy because we know that most places that have cockroaches or would be in need of this $2,000 are going to be your underserved, underprivileged, you know, communities per, per se. I don't see Becky over there in Bucky allowing you to drop some cockroaches in her house just for $2,000. You see what I'm saying? 
And then yep. on top of that, again, we don't know what chemicals are put into this to try to even kill. So, no, it, again, it's a hard no for me. All right. All right. Um, man, uh, both of you made some very important points. Um, too grand, though, man. And people need it, though, man. They, they, they'll do anything for money. All yeah, right. Other ways that you can provide $2,000. That, that's but, true. That Just is like true. he said, if they already have an issue, you could potentially go in. But you also need to move those people out. Like, again, nobody should be in hell in those fumes. Even with what you go and get over the store, is it's potent and, you know, hard to inhale at times. Like, especially them bombs and stuff. When you put them bombs in your house, you have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then something like, nah, they yep. doing too much. This this sound like some um Bill Gates eugenic <laughs> stuff. Let's let's wipe them out, and you know we we we'll say we 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 testing a, a chemical for work. man. Please bye. Right. And another thing about that um I just recently um tried to get a pest control contract with Terminix. I shouldn't have said the name of the company, but anyway um I asked them. You know I don't have an insect problem because we keep my house you know really clean. But I was like, you know, some of our neighbors have complained, um, said something about cockroaches in their houses. So I was asking them, you know, could they get the little, you know, how they have the nozzle and they spray it at the baseline mm -hmm. of the walls or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they were very adamant and said nobody does that anymore because they found those chemicals to be harsh. So they put this little, it looks like a little gun and it's like baked food that they put in the corners of the house. And they said that that's the best way that they found because the roaches eat it. They die and then hate to be gross. Um, they're pretty, the roaches are pretty cannibalistic, and they will eat each other once they die, and then they'll die from the poison. So if this company, which is a prestigious company, is telling me they don't use spray chemicals, which I, I, I don't see. It might have been a marketing ploy. But if they're not even using the kind to spray at the base, why would we, like D said, you know, put all that bug spraying, you know, pesticide or whatever you call that crap, you know, into mm. somebody's home, you know? Yeah, yeah. That will run out two days before your next session and all of the little jokers start running out. Like, I I, 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 I just don't understand. Like, as soon as they spray, you have no issues. But at least two days before they need to spray again, you're going to start seeing a whole tribe. Tribe called Roach. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, that is, man, moving right along. Uh, I know most of you probably heard about this by now, uh, but this gas station manager was fired accidentally pricing gas at 60, 69 cents per gallon. He placed the decimal, <laughs> the decimal point in the wrong place. Turns out the gas was supposed to be six ninety nine. A gallon. The mistake, mm. yeah. The mistake report. <laughs> the mistake <laughs> reportedly cost the gas station sixteen thousand dollars. I read somewhere else that it's, it's more than sixteen, actually twenty. Uh, as the drivers took advantage to get the gas cheap. Hey, hey, I would have too. I, I and, and you know what? And I'm gonna sleep good, real good. About doing that. If it's 69 cents on the thing, it's 69 cents on the thing, and I'm going to get it. So, the floor that is up. doing God's work. He's innocent. 
Um, he should not be, he should not have lost his job for that. Uh, I do believe that the man was about to get off work and therefore his mind was on the number that he had put in. (laughs) 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 This is for mature audience crowd. lost his job so I'm hoping that you know he's able to find work you know in another industry um, something you know where his mind won't be preoccupied on things that he would like to do once he gets home but um, <laughs> yeah I, I, he, he did the Lord's work because you know I, I drive and um, <clears throat> having to fill up before you get to the halfway halfway Mark in the on the gas in the gas tank. Uh, it's it's running out just to you know be able to afford to put the gas in. Um, yep. That that's a little trick that I do. Everybody is not not able to do that. Uh, it's still expensive, even filling up at the halfway mark. But um, we just we are a, a people that. Get it done. So we're gonna figure it out some kind of way. Mrs. Scott, you got next, and then I'm gonna pick off. I'm gonna pick it back off what DJ said. Go ahead. Well, the first thing that came to my head is a little nostalgia because people ask me what is the cheapest gas prices you could ever remember, and I think that 79 cents a gallon was was in the mid 80s. So they gave. Uh, a throwback price, you know, and they're doing a lot of throwback nowadays with the, um, you know, Domino's Pizza again has brought back the old pizza box because of Stranger Things series on Netflix, and looks like he brought back a little nostalgia with the 79 cents a gallon. Yeah, know, so. yeah, yeah. Man, to pick it back off of what Dee was talking about, yeah, my wife is primarily, she, she gets on me about that too. Um, when it gets to a half, or gets right there, yeah, just go ahead on, we just get some more gas. Uh, I was talking to my brother yesterday, and uh, he said he does the same thing. So, uh, so yeah, so that is the most, uh, D, that is very smart uh, to do. Uh, do that, do, do that right there. All right. Move right along from that. For all you drinkers out there, yeah, there's something, you know, you guys love to get, and I say you guys because I don't, I don't do this. Um, love to get Jack and Coke. Well, how about they've decided to get married or team up for a new can cocktail? The new drink will hit the shelves in Mexico before the end of the year and globally next year. So, for those of you that like to drink. Jack and Coke. It's a marriage now. It's a marriage. And so, uh, Scott, Mr. Scott, I'm going to let you go first about this because I don't know if you drink, but. Yep. Um, my flavor of choice is Captain Morgan Spice Rum. That's my jam right there. But uh, Jack Daniels is pretty good. Um, if I do do whiskey, I enjoy Canadian whiskey. They have a little bit better refined taste. I know as a Southerner, I'm not supposed to say that. I'm supposed to 
go for Tennessee Jack Daniels whiskey. That's just my preference. But um, I guess it's cool, you know. Um, you ain't got to mix it. it. It gives you a little lazy man's, um, you know, it takes away a step of making the cocktail yourself. So my only thing is, um, is it proportional? Is it 50-50? Is it 25-75? Yeah, see, that I don't down? know. Yeah, that I don't know. That I yeah, don't know. That's D, about it. D, you want to speak on that? She's on mute. So apparently she's probably doing something, but we'll come back. Um, uh, you want me to speak on Jack Daniels mixing the Coke in the soda? Yeah. Throw it all away. You know that's what I'm going to say? <laughs> see, 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 I'm an equal opportunity. It's wreaking havoc on your liver and your kidneys. Did you think I was going to say anything different? No, 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 no. You know, I just wanted you to give your, 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 your PSA. Yo, yo, it's, a, it's another way of keeping us sick and diseased. Anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. And, My, the, poli- and the polite southern uh, lady that I am. Enjoy. <laughs> That's all I have for it. Well, uh-uh. No. Well, my, well, my, let's just say uh, moderation and don't drink and drive. You know, um, just know your limitations. <laughs> You know. Oh, please don't drink and drive. Just call me. I got you. Um, right. Uh, before I go into my spiel, you guys just bought up something. Um, I don't know if both of you or any other listeners used to watch the wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah. So, the Hardy... Expertise. Okay. So, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy... Um, Jeff was intoxicated again for the third time in 10 years. Driving on the suspended license could have killed somebody. And it's just really sad. And so, you know, he was having an issue when he was wrestling in the WWE he left there and went to AEW where his brother was, well, still is, rather. And everybody thought, including myself, oh, Jeff is going to be fine. The Hardy Boys are going to make one more championship run. They're going to win the titles. And that's going to happen. And it's not going to happen now because, you know, they have already pulled some of his stuff. AEW has. Uh, he got pulled off his him and his brother actually got pulled off of television uh this past week. So yeah, I hopefully he didn't have a lot of Jack and Coke. But the thing is, what they're trying to find out is how did this dude get access to a rental car if he has a suspended license? Mm. We did the, the we would never know, but go ahead, go ahead, D. We're really asking this question. Yeah. Kind of like how did they? How were they able to scale the wall, January sixth? Come on now. Okay, so <laughs> they'll find a way of so, doing whatever it is that they want to do. Well, we're gonna 
we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We we kind of wasn't gonna talk about that, but we're gonna talk about that. Um, but as far as my drink of choice, um, I enjoy wine and Jim Bean Red Stag and Coke. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it tastes just like a Coke, depending oh, no, on. I- Depending on how you mix it. As far as, you know, how do you get access to that? You have to understand celebrities get a lot of stuff that, um, you know, we wonder how we get access to it. Sometimes they use fake names. Sometimes it's just fan people give them what they want. Um, They have managers and they have connections who can get different stuff for different people. Sometimes they can use, I mean, legally, sometimes they can use, you know, like I, I mentioned that, like different names and stuff like that because they're celebrities. And if they use an actual name and somebody finds out and gets their address, then you're going to have a bunch of fans, you know, storming their houses or whatever. So uh, celebrity status is kind of easy to get what they need to get. I mean, even people who, um, you know, regular people, they can make fake IDs and all kinds of stuff. So, and I really hate to say this, and I'm not supporting his idea of drinking and driving or whatever, but um, that's, especially with the wrestling community, that's one of the lighter weight th- uh, illegal things that they do. I mean, I, I hate to even mention, you know, Lex Luger and yeah. you know, what happened with him and Miss Elizabeth. Um, there's all kind of drugs and sex and all kinds of, it, I mean, it's just, it, it's a crazy world. Being a celebrity is a, a stressful thing as it is, even me being a background actor. But, um, I mean, celebrities get whatever they want to pretty much. So, um, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Um, man, moving right along and to get away from that, um, completely, um, man, we have big ups to Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Jennifer Hudson is the second black woman to win and follow me now. She has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and now you can add Tony Award to her resume. So... Big ups to Jennifer Hudson. Uh, also, um, we we also have to give it up uh, to uh, Felicia Rashad on winning her second Tony Award uh, for Skeleton Crew, which she she her previous award uh, she won in two thousand four for Raising in the Sun. So, big ups to those two women, black women, um, doing do, doing things. And I just have to give a special shout out. Uh, do y'all have anyone that, uh, you know, recently that you want to give a shout out to or not? That has done something big or is doing something big? Whoever wants to go I'll first. Start off by, um, <clears throat> there's a, uh, I'd like to call him a friend of mine, Darrington Marson. He has a new movie coming out, a red carpet event. Um, it's called Abiding. And it's a, um, I don't know if it's a short film or full-length featured film. Um, the trailer is out. Like I said, it's called Abiding. I like to support my fellow filmmakers, my, fam- my, my fellow actors and stuff like that with any new projects they got coming on. Um, uh, let me see. Um, my girl, Love Ataya, she has a... a uh, it's called Eternal. I, I forget what the name of it is, but it's a black-owned business. Just look up Love Attire. 
and um, she has a number of all-natural products. She's a, a vegan animal rights activist. I mean, she's an amazing young lady. Um, let's see who else I can give a shout-out to. I mean, I have a number of friends who are doing a number of amazing things. I should have kept a list. But, um, yeah, um, those two people are just off the top of my head. That's who I would give a shout-out to right now. D, do you have anyone that you want to give a shout out to? No, I've been out of the loop, so I don't know who's doing what, but it did come up in my memory that on this day 10 years ago, one of my lines gained her PhD. So, um, big shout out to uh, Dr. Young. Um, you're 10 years in, you did that, you're still doing that and doing awesome work over in the Mississippi Delta uh, with the position that she holds over there. So that's my contribution to the segment of the, sh the show today. All right, all right, all right. Well, D, don't unmute yourself because in other things that you need to know right now, Super Tuesday in the ATL is coming up. Primary runoff elections are going on June 21st, 2022. So, D. Okay, uh, th see, this is the reason why I wanted you to be on here. Not for this reason, but I wanted you to talk about this. Okay, go ahead. Floor is yours. For the first time in my 20 years of living in Atlanta, I had to stand outside in 100 degree weather in order to early vote. These voting laws that have been implemented, there was no giving of water. There was no all of these things. And I'm standing in line and there are two non-melanated people ahead of me looking around like, why am I hot? You voted for this. You encouraged this and you supported this. And now you're standing out here smoking everybody else burn it up this is not the way the voting process should be i'm not saying that it should be all milk and cookies but standing out in this hot sun trying to vote and then maybe i'm missing it but there has been like absolutely no advertisement no you know look at my platform this is what i'm about this is what so you really are just out here winging it you know it's your, your duty to vote, but it's like, are we just repeating the cycle and going to have the same type people in these positions no matter what it is that you do? So it's it's a very serious election. Uh, I hope people are taking it seriously, but if if, if my people got to stand out in the sun to try to vote, uh, Atlanta ain't going to be able to save the state. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I was applauding because normally during this time you could you could look at it twofold, and I know you're looking at it as far as the weather conditions, it being hot. But I'm also saying this is that at least it was a line. That means people are at least getting out the vote. So. You could kind of look at that both ways. I know that you probably were too as well, but I wanted that's the that's the reason for my applause was because at least the line wasn't short. 
you know, it'll be like, hey, I mean, you people trying to early vote, at least they they get an gumption to go head on and go and vote and not wait till the last minute. And let's just say that it might rain Tuesday in Atlanta or it might be hotter than it is that, you know, than it is right now. So there's a lot of factors I'm looking at. Uh, when it pertains to that, Mr. Scott, you want to add on to that? Um, I guess I'll give an alternative viewpoint on the whole uh, dating thing. I applaud those who are responsible enough to um, listen to each candidate, listen to their platforms, make a uh, intelligent decision, and voice their opinion by uh, casting a ballot or a vote. Um, you have to also look at the other side as well. A lot of times people look at people derogatory if they say they haven't voted. Um, you know, of course, there are stereotypes with politicians, crooked as a politician or whatever, and the lesser of two evils, the way a lot of people look at it. And a lot of people um, are sick of, you know, a lot of times the change is not coming and then people give great speeches of what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. And they don't see the um, quality of life increase in their neighborhoods or anywhere in the uh, in their communities. They don't think that they're being represented. You know, like these representatives don't uh, voice their concerns to higher ups. They don't respond to letters and things of this nature. So I, I'm gonna just say this: for those who don't vote, don't look at them in a derogatory way. They have their intelligent reasons as well for not voting. It's not just you know. Uh, thing of being lazy or unintelligent or something like that. So, um, I applaud those who do vote. Like I said, um, and a lot of people will say that, well, we have to vote, vote or die, because, you know, our grandparents died for our right to vote, so we must vote. Well, they voted, they, they died for our right to choose to vote or not. And, um, you know, sometimes, uh, me personally, if a, an individual hasn't done their homework, and they're voting just because of a political party or something like that, I would rather them not vote because you might vote in the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? You have to look at, you know, their track records when they were not at the position they were in or uh, which was they were running for. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit more complicated than just voting, not voting, and being irresponsible for not voting. So I just wanted to bring that uh, point across. That's all. All right. All right. Very well taken. Um, man, uh, the other things that we kind of need to stay informed in right now, uh, getting back to wrestling, Mr. Scott, uh, you probably, I know you probably heard of this. That's probably, probably the reason why you're laughing. Uh, WWE boss, Vince McMahon is stepping aside, not stepping down. He's stepping aside. So that means he's still in the picture uh-huh. as misconduct allegations. The move comes as reportedly Vince McMahon <laughs> handled a $3 million payment to a female employee. And I'm saying this nicely uh-uh. with whom he allegedly had an affair with. I have found out that this McMahon and Linda McMahon have not lived together for quite some time. Um, now, when I when when I was doing this, 
if you recall back in the day, Mr. Scott, mm-hmm. who were kind of buddies who actually came to the WWE, well, then WWF, and they kind of went face to face for a moment. You remember who his buddy was? Vince McMahon's buddy? Yeah. Somebody, I give you a hint. He was, he's just as rich and as, as powerful as he is. As Vince McMahon is. <clears throat> is it, uh, are you, t- you referring to Ted Turner? No. Is he a uh, network executive or an owner of the wrestling federation? No, neither. Is he a wrestler? No. I give it. I give it to you. I'll give it to you. I give it to you. You remember back in the day, Vince McMahon and the person that held office. Last year or four years ago. Um, are you speaking of uh, uh, the Body Ventura or Donald Trump? Oh, okay. I'm I'm I'm, ooh, I'm way off. Yeah, <laughs> that's a totally flip yeah. My head. They were they were in the ring together at once upon a time. I can't remember if they fought or they did whatever. It's ironic that both of these men are in trouble at the same time right now. Hmm. So, um, I know D doesn't watch wrestling, so I'm not going to even ask her to even, you know, speak on this, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really shameful, uh, that it has come to this. Now, D brought up the situation, what happened on January 6th. I wasn't going to talk about it. I'm still. I'm going to wait to after this hour is up. Yes we've been in for an hour. I'm going to wait to after this hour up. And I'm and, and D I'm going to let you speak on that. Because I got a lot to say about that too. Uh, hmm. But what do you think about this Vince McMahon situation. Mr. Scott. Because like I said I know D is not going to come in. Let's let the young lady go. First. Oh, you do. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you but 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 you ain't have a comment about the about the other thing, though. You know, you shot me in the foot last time. Pow. <laughs> my, my comment is, um, does this lady have, is this she got paid three million dollars? One, two, three million dollars. I believe to write a book. <laughs> three, <laughs> Three million dollars. It's going for three million dollars on the black market. What? what <laughs> they got it. Wait. They gave it. Look, look. That's three million dollars he gave hush, money to. Hush. Crazy thing about it is that they haven't seen they well I haven't seen any pictures of who she is. Hmm. 
probably part of it. But you know, this ain't the first time this has happened. This is not the last time it's going to happen. I mean, um, you know, going back and forth, sometimes you're on the road six, nine months out of the year. And, you know, um, you come home and you hear all kinds of arguments back and forth or something like that. And so I'm not, I'm not holding up for him or whatever. And then they just pay the money rather, rather than taking people to court. And then other times I want to say this, um, just like the, the, the case with like Michael Jackson and the alleged um, uh, allegations that the um, they had against him, you know, back in the 90s or whatever. And they say he was guilty because he paid them off. A lot of times, that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you just pay off people. Just uh, I'm a celebrity. I got stuff to do. I might forget a court date. Here's some money. Shut up. You know we can. I can, We can both go about our business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, yeah um, I'm not doubting there was probably some infidelity going on, and he probably paid her to shut her up. You know for various reasons, and um, he's probably just trying to protect his future assets with his wife or something like that because. You know, like I said, they haven't been, like you mentioned, they haven't been together for a while. So, um, you know, that money was, you know, it's probably they staying together out of convenience or for financial reasons. And um, if they were to divorce, it would call him serious financial uh, difficulties. So that hush money is just to, you know, maintain the peace, I guess, and try to maintain order or something like that. So I don't know. How, um, how about, so... But I'm going to tell you, Vince McMahon is not a dumb guy. Let me tell you what he did. So what he did was that two or three months ago, well, no, not even two or three months ago. It was like a month or so ago. His daughter, Stephanie, got fired or she stepped down or something. And so he turned around. So when this came out and he stepped aside, he named her interim CEO. And the reason why he did that was because he didn't he knows that he's probably going to get off. And then once she, you know, basically right now she's holding down the fort until they get finished doing this investigation. And then he's gonna go back to being the CEO. But he ain't want nobody else to get it. Because there's some people under him that could have gotten it. And he knew that if one of these two people was going to get the CEO position, it was a strong possibility he was not going to get it back. So he knows with him having his daughter there, there's a possibility like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can get it back. It's not a big deal. You know, so right. he 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 was very smart about that. Uh man, move right along, move right along. Unless you got one, y'all got something to add. You got something to add, but Scott. Okay, cool. Um, man, move right along. Uh, found this out yesterday, and it happened on Thursday. Uh, an Alabama church shooting uh, occurred. Yeah, on on Thursday, uh, the gunman opened fire, killing three members. The suspect is is in custody and identified him as a 71-year-old white male. Now, we deal with this a whole lot. We see this. 
this was a, uh, from what I understand, and not the sound like the way how, how it's coming across, but this was basically a white congregation. Okay? So, I know that in certain instances, some things are not going to happen if it was a black person doing it. And I hate that these lives were lost. Um, you know, we have to pray for their families in this, but Mrs. Scott and I last episode D had a had a conversation. She had to leave. Uh, you know, we had our conversation about this, uh, about you know gun control and everything, and uh, she's back. So, um, D, as I as, as I was saying, the last episode, we actually had a conversation about gun control, just that and the third about that. D, uh, what are your thoughts about this? Because we're closing in, and before you get started, we're closing in on the hour. So, what we're going to do is that once, if you're still talking or Mrs. Scott's still talking, I'm going to primarily pause it. And we're going to save this just for you too. So, go ahead, D. I missed it. What's going on? My the, phone went crazy. What's going okay. on? Where are we at? So, the last thing, and I don't know if you heard it. it was the, I was talking about the Alabama church shooting that occurred on Thursday. Where a gunman came in and opened fire and killed three people. And the suspect... Okay, I'm like... Oh. And, the, and the suspect is now in custody and identified... Identify him as a 71-year-old male, white male. Uh, yeah, this is my first time hearing anything about it. Uh, okay. These gun laws, it, it, it's all about gun control and gun laws. Like, we have got to get this. There are too many people with hatred, malice, and mental health issues with access to guns now. And it's... <clears throat> Unfortunately, and if we can't get this under control, it's just going to spill over into the next community, the next state, the next city, and it already has. It, it's it's scary. It, it's very scary. Um, how people have been brainwashed into thinking that they are the only people that they should see every day or that deserve to live or that deserve freedom or you know it's 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 always been there but now it's like rah 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 back in your face you know like we have really gone back in time and i i it, it's uh, my thought, my thoughts and prayers. I know that that's not gonna help these families whatsoever, but um, I am saddened to even hear that. I'm gonna have to leave my phone. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I actually have it pulled up okay. right now. Um, it says seventy year old man who shot dead three senior citizens. Uh, at an Alabama uh, church group meeting 
on Thursday. Um, yeah, they so the people 84, 75, 84. Um, it's just wild out here. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's just, okay. So we signed three elderly people, but they're not giving. So this wasn't racially motivated. He just went into a church and started shooting. So was it religious motivated? Yeah, um, no, because they said um, the guy was actually a frequent uh, visitor yeah. at the church. Yep. Scott, you wanna you wanna come in on this right quick? Anybody being killed by people of God right now or any time is this is crazy. I'm done. All right. Scott. Um Trying to think of something that I didn't say last time about this subject. Um, Go ahead, you repeat yourself. What's that? Go ahead, you can, you can repeat yourself. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think that the biggest thing is the mentality um, of things that go on in this. Uh, well, then there there was an argument. I was say that um, we emphasize too much on gun violence, and there's too much. Um, you know, even with the television and. You know, aggression seems to be the American way and fighting and, and grabbing guns and that be the cool thing that goes on. Um, we do have those things in other countries as well, but their mentality is not to the point. But they do have shootings, but not as bad as he is in America. Um, gun control would help. Um, that's like uh, initial, though. Um, because, you know, if you want a gun, you can get a gun. You could probably get a gun faster than you can if you're a diabetic and you need um, insulin or something like that, you know, and I, it's a shame to say that, you know, yeah. that um, medicine is harder to obtain than um, a pistol. So it's like America is almost, um, you know, supporting the idea of death and not not to, of the idea of healing. Um, I know it's a totally different subject. Um, the mentality of uh, a lot of Americans in it's, it's a number of things. Like I said, it's not a, a, a one-track thing that if we get rid of this or clean up this, then the problem will go away. No, um, it's a number of things, even when it comes to mentality, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's just we're so aggressive in this country. We, we, we sub, um, love hatred. And I keep bringing up the reality shows and stuff like that, but it teaches us to hate each other. It teaches us that drama is fun. Drama is what we need to do, this whole keeping it real type stuff. Um, and, and even with the uh, individuals, um, like the young people who um, listen to rap music or whatever, they'd be like, well, in your generation, we had people talking about shooting and killing and gang violence, but it was mostly, if you listen to it, the NWA, the death row, whatever, it's all about we're in this place and it sucks and we're just telling the story of what happens when you're in the ghetto. It's not like saying that, you know, like nowadays everybody is just going to the club shooting people, killing people. You know what I'm saying? It's just frivolous shooting and killing. Um, I could go into a whole other spiel. I have to write a, 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 a paper about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, 
I wish it was simple. It's just not. But it comes from the mentality of people. We have to change the mentality of people. We have to change the way that things are going. Um, and, of course, it's also combined with the stressful nature of our lives. We can't get the medicine we need. We, um, everything is super high. We can't get jobs. You know, we got to worry about coronavirus. Uh, cows that were found dead in Kansas earlier this week, all in a row. They all fell dead at the same time. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, um, we're back recording, y'all, by the way. I ahead. just, we, we just, we okay. just, we just, but, but let me add to that, D. I actually saw right before we got started that um, think about the food for the animals now. You got horses. She said hay or something was eight dollars and something, and some males were like seven dollars and something. Now, <laughs> you know, with the taxes included, which she did once before was probably twenty dollars. Now it's thirty-five to forty dollars. So. Pick your poison. Yeah. I mean, and then even the, like Dee was saying about the uh, cows and stuff, the quality of food has gone down. They're adding more mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff, which I'm trying to be understanding about that. I know that if you're transporting food from um, Washington State and it has to come down to Florida, you know, you have to have certain preservatives to keep it fresh, you know, because refrigeration won't do it the whole way. Um, but they're adding so many additives to make things taste better, and people will think, well, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating yogurt. You look on that yogurt, uh -huh. sugar content in that yogurt, it, you might as well be eating your ice cream cone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and it's, it's just terrible. Um, oh, and another thing about, um, I'm glad you brought up the uh, planting. Uh, make sure that you get soil samples. You can take soil samples to your local university or college for free. And they can test the um, the levels in your soil to see if it's good for planting and stuff like that. So that's a great idea. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Last. Yeah, but as far as the meats and stuff, if you look at the way that they treat those animals, I mean, I still eat meat. I'm not. I'm, I'm a hypocrite for saying all this, but um, you know, I got a family to feed here. You know, I got four other individuals here to feed, and it's kind of hard to feed them. As healthy as, as I would like to, you know what I'm saying? So um, we all have to cut corners and do different stuff. But, um, yeah, the food is killing us. You know, we got different diseases come out. It's supposed to be some uh, monkey pox that's going on. I'm not sure if it's prevalent here in America yet. Um, you know, oh, it's, it's a lot more. <laughs> So I shouldn't have any problems. My answers are crossed. But, um, yeah, it's, it's something new every day. It's, it's something new. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Putting out health in our lives. It is um, injustice sometimes in the shape, form, or fashion. And it's, it's just crazy. Well, well, D, if you... If, if I, you I don't told me 20 years ago that the world would be like this, I would never you. I would be like, oh, you tripping. Like... <laughs> Do you remember last year I was telling you that um, uh, Black Farmer Jane actually came and uh, helped my wife 
with her uh gardening. I need to I need to get her information because I want to do like the flare things that she was talking about because you know I live in a high rise, but I can go get some buckets and put some soil in. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What I can now. I didn't keep. I killed a lily. So I don't know how well this, I do not have a green thumb. <laughs> well, well, but I'm I'm willing to give it a shot because I'm seeing that if the main thing is truckers, if truckers can't afford gas to get food to grocery stores, you're gonna have problems. Yep. You know yep. I I don't eat meat, so I need to be able to get as fresh as possible. Fruits and vegetables, and yeah. if I have to start growing those myself, then that's where I need to start. What, what do you? I'm gonna you tell know, you. I'm gonna be able to, you know, have a whole grocery store, but the things that I do eat and that I like and that I enjoy, I should be able to plant those and have something to, you know, to feed myself, keep yeah. myself alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because um, she got squash. Does she have a website? Yes, she does. Okay, I'll, I'll get that information from you offline uh, for that website where I can go. Because um, planting, I've been, you know, on IG, they, you know, any skills somebody got, they got, they got this a video for it, right? And, yeah. you know, the big planters and stuff outside. Another thing is, we need to start buying land. Definitely, definitely. It does not have to have a house on it. We need to start buying land. something about um, what did you mean? You mentioned something about God or the Lord earlier. Well, how about this 26-year-old NFL player, Kahari Willis, abruptly retires football to pursue a career in ministry. He says, I am humbled and excited to pursue the holy call that God has on my life. Which brings me joy and purpose. Um, I was uh, watching. I can't remember if I was watching in watching it or I was hearing it. Um, our faith in God is down a lot. <laughs> That's what they're saying, and not to bring religion into um, this podcast, but. It is what it is. 
unfortunately. So that is that with that one of y'all want to come in on that or not? Oh. I mean, when you look at these leather pastors, some of them make more money than the two live ladies. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily making the money or if, you know, they have some type of way where the funds that they do receive, they're able to buy cars, have nice clothes, go on trips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how church accounting works and, you know, how they do their funds and all that different type of stuff. But if actually look, if you just look, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that you believe a certain belief. If you just pay attention to these pastors, it looks like that's where the money at. <laughs> you know? Stand up in the pool pit for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. You can breathe hard. You can sweat and watch, the, you know, it's entertainment. Um, performance raise is what I call it. <laughs> and you you got the $20,000 check on Monday morning. You know what? I've never seen, you know what? I've never seen Joel Olsen sweat. And, and every time I watch him, I've never seen him sweat. And I yeah, know he's he under some. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, you've never seen them season chicken properly either. So. Yeah. He's not gonna. He's not gonna do the same thing that our culture or our our style of minister would do. Point blank. Yeah. Period. I've I've gone to a non-denominational church where you know the pastor was a white man and um. They're more talkers and teachers than they are entertainers. We yeah. want to be entertained. Everything about us is a show and a production. You know, the whole call and response thing, I, I do believe that is totally us. Because ain't nobody ever told me, hey, look at your neighbor and ask them <laughs> to, to spin around every time. Nobody has ever done that, at, at, you know, when I was attending mm. that church. But... <laughs> Um, they don't have, they don't, they don't, that's funny. They don't do half of what we do to try to get the attention of a higher power. Not half of it. They ain't shouting. They ain't, you know, singing to the top of their lungs. They not falling out. They, they don't do half of what we do. Because I guess because they life is grand. You know what I'm saying? Like we our culture has constantly been petitioned for relief. Uh come see about us, free us. You know what I'm saying? Like constantly. Yeah. So we do a little bit more. Okay. And as but for some for some pastors that have become lucrative. Church is no longer about saving souls and um, giving you a better understanding of how you should conduct yourself every day. It's a money grab. It, it, well, you know. It's where the money resides. That's what you're trying to say. It's where the where money resides. Yeah. Speaking of where the money resides, this man done, done flipped that whole entire video from working at a car dealership and is now on P. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. In a year. In a year. With with lights, he's not just in the background. He got whole speaking. That's lines. what I heard. I I I, 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 haven't, I haven't watched the show, but yeah, I, I've heard. Yeah. Now keep in mind, there are some um, you know pastors that uh you know make a lot of money, but they're doing you know sincere about what they're doing, and you know I hate to keep giving alternative viewpoints. You know what I'm saying? Because as far as my religious spiritual beliefs, I would be considered under the ter- uh, term of agnosticism, um, which is a, a bit fallacious. There's only atheism and theism. You know, you either believe or you don't believe, but people have invented this middle of the road deal to sound, you know, well, I don't reject or I don't accept. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I mean, but I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm kind of open minded. So that's what kind of people put me at. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, I'm kind of middle of the road. I kind of can look at stuff from a neutral perspective. Um, people always, um, it, it, you know, certain cultural um, influences will tell them that that's the best way to go, especially if you're going to the way of what some people will consider sin. Mm-hmm. So if you're in this Islamic society and you're doing a number of things that, let's just say, eating pork or, or being with you know, women who are wearing short skirts or something, they would consider that sinful. So in this society, if you're doing a number of things that are against the, you know, Christian faith, not saying this is a Christian nation, but, you know, if you're doing certain things in a Christian community which don't apply to that belief system, some people will say, well, I'm going astray, so I need to do something to bring me back to the belief system in which my parents raised me in. So, um, there are multiple reasons why people do multiple things like that. So, um, I mean, I'm glad he's doing what he loves. I don't care what it is, as long as it's not hurting people. And like you guys have mentioned, as long as he's not doing it for manipulative purposes, some people are very sincere about what they do. Yeah. But there are people who do manipulate, you know what I'm saying? Which that is the problem, which I have as well. Um, even their uh, uh, atheists and agnostics who are doing it just to get attention and, you know, they're just ranting and raving just to have something to argue about. But there are atheists and agnostic people who have intelligent reasons and um, can logically, you know, uh, say why they don't believe. So if you're sincere, I applaud it. If you're not, you know what I'm saying, that's when I have a problem. So that's just my take on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh just came across something, guys, and this is going to be the last thing we're going to talk about. Well, um, well, it won't be the last thing. Uh, if any, are either of you talking about going traveling anytime soon? Are you doing any type of traveling? Either one of you? Yeah, overseas or here on the continent? Here, 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 just here in the United States. Yeah. Flying. A little bit. Flying, mostly. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a little tidbit, okay? Uh-huh. This is probably this is probably not going to happen maybe the same time you go, but just to give you something to think about. This is 6,000 plus U.S. flights are either canceled or delayed as of yesterday. So after one of the worst summer air travel days yet, nationwide, American Airlines... Delta have the most cancellations. So, just want to give y'all that. Just in case if you're thinking about 
traveling more sooner than later. All right. So this is this is the last thing we're going to talk about. They said, and this came up about an hour ago. They said the jury to start over Monday in the Bill Cosby civil trial after unanswered questions. They said juries and Bill Cosby civil trial for allegations that he molested this woman at the Playboy Mansion in in the year of the great year of 1975. We'll have to start over on Monday after the panel left one question unanswered. The jury left the question of whether Bill Cosby, 84, acted with malice, oppression, or fraud, which he would trigger punitive damages unanswered the days in question. Now, I think before you and I uh, connected, Mr. Scott, D and I were talking about Bill Cosby. And I said, you know what? Bill Cosby is an old man. He's, right. he, 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 he ain't, how old is R. Kelly? 50 something years old right now. He's uh-huh. 84 years old. Let him be. I'm not saying don't let him get away, but I'm just saying that what can you do to an 84 year old man? What can you do? You don't wait it. Too damn late <laughs> to, to, to just say, hey, this man did this and he did this to this woman and he possibly did this. The man, 84 years old. What else can you do? Having him to sit in a courtroom. Now, people want to talk about what's a waste of time. That's a waste of time right there. Because what yeah. can you do? The man, 84. Yeah. Keep in mind, a lot of this stuff didn't come up. You know, he wanted to buy NBC. Prince wanted to buy uh, uh, his own, he started his own record label. You know, it, it, this is my conspiracy again. Once these people start doing independent things, which will benefit, you know, uh, them greatly uh, independently, um, seems like all kind of stuff comes up. But I have my own opinions. Even, you know, like you said, the statute of limitations on that is, to me, is well past that. You have a senior citizen, and you can't really, you know, he's too old to be going on trial and going through this whole spiel. Um, as far as the allegations themselves, I'm sorry to say, um, I, I, I didn't find them particularly uh, 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 believable, so to speak. And there's a fallacy called the fallacy of ad popularity. Uh, um, what's it called? Um uh, 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 popularity, pretty much. If more than one person says it, it must be true. That is a fallacy. Um, I see it as a case of, you know, this whole sex, drug, and rock and roll thing, which happens all the time. A uh, young lady trying to uh, increase her career, pretty much. And she asked Bill Cosby, and Bill Cosby like, well, come to my house after this certain time while my wife ain't there. She knew what was going on. And, you know, she probably was, um, you know, um, they said there was some drugs involved or something like that, mm-hmm. but, you know, she was a known drug addict anyway. So, I mean, there were drugs involved probably, which uh, most people do. You know, they talk about getting faded and x-rated all the time. So, I mean, and once you get accused of something one time, it's easier to be 
accused of it again. You know what I'm saying? I think this is what's going on since he's been found guilty one time. And this is, happens all the time in the black community. You know what I'm saying? Um, once you're found guilty of one crime and you get out of jail, it's easy for them to put you right back in jail so they can make money off of you in the court system. You know what I'm saying? So um, I have, a, and this is just a short version, but um, I get kind of pissed off at the whole deal and why people really can't see the alternative version of what's really going on with this whole deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, I, 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 I just... The whole thing, just me personally, it's it, it's a lot deeper than what people think. And like you said, you know, seventy it, it, something happened in the seventies. You know, just just I don't know. I'm not saying don't have justice, but if you don't have proper evidence and stuff like that, you know, just just let that go. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think that people are really pissed off that he had got out of jail early too. You know, so um. I don't know. It, uh, that, this requires a whole different discussion, which I'll be happy to give, but that's just my short version of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, D, before you come in, so I decided to take it a step further. I decided to see how this woman looked before and I don't know. I, I no, that's somebody else. So, I guess in a nutshell, what I'm what, what I'm saying is that she ain't. The, I ain't saying I'm the I'm the best looking guy in the world, but she ain't the best looking female in the world either. And even in, you know, I'm just saying. D. Any, any any one of y'all have a daughter or a sister? Yes, I have yes. five daughters. You have five daughters. Okay, and if your daughter came to you in 30 years and tell you that XYZ violated them, how would you feel? That question has been brought to me many a times. Um, the subject would not change, you know what I'm saying? Um, my uh, concerns or, you know, the question mark doesn't go away just because it's a personal relative or somebody I love because people can lie even though they're uh, I'm not saying it's a lie either it might be a thing of misinterpretation it might have been a thing of uh, I'm not saying people paying them off or something like that but when you look at the whole thing as a whole if my daughters was to tell me something and I'm looking at it be like wait a minute this don't really make no sense I'm still gonna hold that question mark you know what I'm saying I'm not going to uh, hold it personally, especially, like I said, you know, something that happened 30 years ago and there was no report to anybody, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that, you know, I understand the whole deal. Some people don't do it because it's been traumatic, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. you have to also... Have you, watched, have you watched the, the new Playboy documentary? Not only should Bill Cosby be under the, the jail cell, Jim Brown should be under the jail cell right this very second with his dementia and everything evidence there are tapes on top of tapes on top of tapes if you don't want your good being evil spoken of then you shouldn't get above yourself and start doing dirt with people that will always get their hands clean there are, there are tapes there are proof there there's whole bunch of things 
why these women waited so long was because Hugh Hefner had so many people paid off that no matter if they swing to the top of their lungs, nobody was going to take them seriously. What's so once somebody what? did, uh, tapes, of, tapes of sexual activity, uh, sex with animals, uh, heterosexual sex, uh, drugging of, of, of women and having sex with them, uh, with the bill all of these things are taped. Um, Bill Cosby Cosby being on the property participating in things Uh, Bill Cosby calling over women that worked at uh, Playboy headquarters uh, raping them in his hotel room these things weren't done in in, in, like his house with Camille or different type of stuff when he was out and about and traveling so where where, where is this document Uh, 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 yeah the documentary, let me get the name of the documentary because no, what is it on? on? Fire stick, so I'm not yeah. quite sure. Um, let me let me let me let me get that. Let me get the um, the, the station that it was on, and I will most definitely send that over to you. Okay, but so that's, that's video clip of Bill Cosby like holding down a young lady and forcing her against her will. I mean, just because there are sex parties that, and somebody participates in sex parties does not make them, and somebody else does a violent act, that doesn't make them automatically um, what's the name? Like I said, I haven't seen the evidence myself, but you know what I'm saying, uh, I might have been in a party where somebody was doing something immoral or somebody stabbed somebody, that doesn't make me accused of murder. You that's know? right, that's, but you know what? The whole point is, celebrities do uh, sex stuff like that and they pay, you know, prostitutes and different people to participate in stuff. I haven't seen the evidence, but you know what I'm saying? There's a big difference between participating in what's considered sexual immorality and actual the uh, criminal act of rape. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and this whole hearsay later of somebody saying something or another, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. You know, I have to look at the evidence myself. But like I said, there's been false accusations of people in the past before, especially black men. You know, you can look at. Um, to kill a mockingbird and say that that white woman says she um he raped her or whatever you know what I'm saying so to to me you know what I'm saying I have to I, I but you brought up the evidence so I'm gonna look it up if you could email that but, to me I will look at the evidence but, myself but like, like I, I said, said but like I said my you know, my my main my main thing is this I, I get it the I I know where you go I I I'm walking with you I understand what you're saying um. But my whole thing is, like I said, the main thing is the main thing. Well, no, it's not the main thing. One of the main things is that, like I said, this guy is 84 years old. 84. If he was... I'm going to say, if this came out right now, and he was 60. 60. 65. I'm with you. And I'm still with you. I'm with you all the way. But what good is it going to do for this man? Yeah, you can put him away. Put him in jail. 
But that's it. I mean, what what else? I mean, because because believe it or not, because his credibility is probably in some people's eyes is shot right now. Mm-hmm. So okay. You 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 took away his credibility. He's shameful. But he 84 years old. And same thing we we're talking about, we were talking about earlier with Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon is is I don't know how old. Anyway, Vince McMahon he's in the 70s. Yeah, he's probably yeah, he's probably in the 70s. So I mean now for him, but Bill Cosby can barely for well from what I've seen his pictures, he can barely see. He, he I and and by no means am I saying what you're saying is wrong. I'm not saying sweep it under the rug, because I'm not for that. But this dude, he 84 years old, man. What you gonna do? Just what you gonna do? Put him in a home? Well, you gotta understand, like you said as well, too. You know what? How that makes it look, the image of the, you know, and how that affects the black community as well. You know, um, he, he's done more than just the Cosby Show. He's done a different world. He's spoken at different places. Um, he's changed the lives of a lot of people, even when he speaks at universities. And by ruining okay. somebody's reputation like that. He kind of undoes everything that has ever been done, you know, the positive stuff that has ever been done. And, you know, it's kind of easy to divide a house, you know what I'm saying, so you can stay uh, in, in power and take over. I'm not saying that's what's going on, but what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying, even if he was a regular Joe Blow guy, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and he was a, a low-level C-list, not even B-list celebrity, a C-list celebrity, you know, the, the whole thing of you know, um, sex, drugs, and rock and roll and stuff like that that happens all the time, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, once you bring in extra people, you know what I'm saying, it, it makes it look even more guilty. But, you know, every now and then you got to raise that eyebrow and say, wait a minute, hold on, let me, let me think what's really going on here. Because there have been cases left and right of women uh, lying on men because they didn't like them. Or the, 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 the common thing was, you know, uh, a man said, I'll give you X, Y, and Z if you have sex with me. And then she, she has sex with him, like, where my stuff? And he's like, bitch, you know, you ain't, excuse my language, you ain't nothing. Get on with me, you know. You ain't even worth my stuff, and the she'll go uh, holler rape. You know what I'm saying? These situations do happen. I'm not saying that that is what exactly is happening here. But when concerns bring up, we have to raise that eyebrow, and we have to think past the status quo. That's all I'm saying. And in my mind, I, it, to, to me, it just looks like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, which a lot of people, even on the Friday movies, you're talking about, I'm getting faded and X-rated, you know? Or if a man goes to the club and woman's like, buy me a drink, buy me another drink, and, you know, they get tipsy and they go have sex. That's been in comedy movies left mm-hmm. and right. So people, you know, get on substances, get on drugs, and they have sex, and they make it, they say it makes it feel better. You know what I'm saying? And the whole thing of her steadily bugging him uh, to, to increase my status or to help me out with my acting crew. And then he finally does invite her to the house and they, you know, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's just, 
That's just the yeah. way I see it, you know? Yeah. I don't see that this, and, and the, I don't see that this whole thing, he popping pills and a woman knocking the house, having sex. He's a celebrity. He can have sex with whoever he wants to. Yep. He can say, here's $500, you know, have sex, get the hell out of my house. Why would he have to drug women in order to have sex? I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I you know, yeah, and that's, yeah, I, I, I agree with all that. Um, look, this is our time, y'all. We've had a fantastic show. Uh, Mr. Scott, as always, man, I most definitely appreciate you coming on. Uh, Mr. Scott Killer Crane, uh, production. Uh, D is out here doing her thing. D, I most definitely appreciate you, um, coming on. Uh, I'm very happy about this show. We, we put together, uh, we had some very good insight about everything. Um, we're going to let the lady go first. D, you got any closing comments or concerns or whatever you want to. She got to get her thoughts together. Look at her. She taking so long. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna tell you about this. The next time we get together, I'm gonna tell y'all about that song, man. What's that? Uh, 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 that song. And are you okay? We are. We gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to you about that song. Uh, the Scott. You yeah. got any closing comments, concerns? Um, Things you want to address? Uh, not really. I just hope I haven't upset uh, Mrs. D too much with my comments. Um, it's all intellectually based, not emotionally based. Um, I don't have any presuppositions. Um, as an intellect, I have to look towards the, uh, the next level, you know what I'm saying? And they say if the truth is the truth, it's a standard test of investigation. So... Um, looking towards the alternative is one thing. It's called the Socratic method, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. looking towards the alternative and looking towards the affirmative and meeting in the middle is the way I usually do things. So um, I apologize if it's been a little harsh, but I would just uh, make, want people to look at the intellectual uh, nature of my comments. So to yeah, speak. yeah. Like I said, go ahead, D. Oh, I thought you were going to say like I said, I'm I'm not, and again with this, I'm not disagreeing at all. Um, maybe my thoughts and change my once I view the documentary. Mm -hmm. So maybe my thoughts will change a little bit. Absolutely. So 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 you know, um, happy Father's Day to you, Mister Scott. Same to you. Uh, we are uh, also it, it's a, it's it's really cool that you know Father's Day Juneteenth uh, on the same day it's really 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 cool. Um, everybody have another, go ahead. Uh, that was another thing that I wish we could have talked about a little bit more in depth. The nature of uh, Juneteenth, um, you know, what black people were and where they have 
gone so far progression or degression um, status in um, here in America. And, you know, it is the uh, LGBT Pride Month, too. You know, stuff like that would have been nice to talk about as well. We can do it Monday. You want to do it Monday? I'll do it Monday. Okay, okay. I'll do it Monday. I'll, I'll, I'll hop right back on here on Monday. We'll talk about it. Uh, hold on. Um, I tell you what, I'll let you know. Okay, I'll let you know because I'm, 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 um, well, I'm not working Monday. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm not working Monday. So, with all that being said, I, I'm basically going to have to work the schedule around. My wife, I think she said that she got to go in on Monday, but I'll let you know. I'll let you okay. know. Okay. D, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Scott. No, I was just saying, like I told you before, I was going to do another crane talk to talk about this stuff, but if you're doing it, I would 10 times rather do it through your talk show than my own talk show. So, hey. I mean, um, just let me know if you're going to do it. Hey, I will, I will. D, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I don't know if you have any, any closing things that you want to say, but this has been a fantastic show. I'm actually going to end this immediately. So this room is going to be closed uh, once we're done. Uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend, extended weekend if you're not working. D, I know you're probably trying to get those coins tonight, which I ain't mad at you, but you know what? I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to do what I do. And then I'm going to let that be that on that. So you guys continue to have a fantastic weekend. I'm out. All right. All right. All right. You tell your wife I said hello and, um, you know, everything. So.